0: Hey guys, welcome back. I apologize, I was gone over the weekend for a tennis tournament, but now I'm back. Anyways, uh, today this is episode 9 of March Madness, and I'll be recapping all the Sweet 16 games coming up on the show. There were a couple surprises here, um, but the first one we'll be talking about is UCLA uh, outlasts Alabama in overtime behind uh, Jaquez Jr. 17 points. Um, uh, the the story here is uh, the minimal turnovers by UCLA, and they shot a lot better from three. Is I, I was watching this game, and Alabama took a lot of very contested threes that probably didn't need to be uh, taken because they weren't really making them. Um, but anyways, UCLA will play Michigan uh, in the Elite Eight coming up. I don't know exactly the day, but, but that's their next match. Alright, our second game will be Florida State getting crushed by Michigan. Is Was I the only one who thought that Michigan without Isaiah Livers was going to get knocked out in the second round, or or what, but but they're still rolling, like, they're rolling over everyone, like, I thought this was a very good Florida State team, um, with many good wins during the regular season, but, uh, the leaders for Michigan, uh, were Hunter Dickinson with 14 points, and Wagner with, uh, 10 rebounds and 5 assists, but I, I, I didn't expect them. I knew they were obviously good, but without livers, I didn't. I didn't think that they were gonna make it this far, but they have, and they, they seem like a very good potentially. Could they dethrone Gonzaga? I don't know, but there's got to be one of those teams that has to, because Gonzaga's rolling through everyone like more than anyone else. Anyways, I said that in the last thing, but they'll be playing UCLA in the Elite Eight. All right, our third game up is USC. Another, another more surprising—I wouldn't call it like surprise, surprise—but it's it wasn't really expected for them to make it this far. They, I mean, the road has been a little bit easier as um, a lot of other teams because there there've been COVID and other and like upsets that have happened. But anyways, they 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 beat Oregon by fourteen behind. Um, Behind um, White's 22 points, Isaiah White's 22 points. He only averages seven points on the year, but he had a great game last night um, for USC. They will be playing Gonzaga in the uh, Elite Eight coming up. Houston over Syracuse in the uh, Sweet 16. Um, Syracuse with a solid run. I. I think Houston did a great job shutting them down, shutting Syracuse down all around, but especially Buddy Bayheim holding him to just 12 points on 3 of 13 shooting. Um if Buddy Bayheim gets hot, then Syracuse gets hot and and they they can be hard to beat that way. But but just all around uh Houston Dominated on the defensive end, they they held them to they held Syracuse to twenty eight percent overall, twenty percent from three. It's not that it's not like Houston was shooting that good; they're only shooting thirty eight percent. But but their defense shut them down, and um, and Houston is moving on now to play Oregon State into the Elite Eight. All right, hey guys. So our next game up now is Oregon State over Loyola Chicago. Um, th- th- surprise. Surprising uh Oregon State comes out on top by 7. Um see the thing is they're, they're, out of all the teams moving into the Elite 8 and even in the Sweet 16, Oregon State has been my biggest surprise because not because they're low they're lowest seed moving into the Elite 8 or anything like that, but because they finished the season 17 and 12, 6th in the Pac-12, which is pretty solid but it's not that good. Um they would have never made the tournament had they not won the Pac-12 tournament, but they're rolling, rolling through everyone. Um, the, it was a tale of, of – it was almost two different stories in this game. First half, no one, especially Little Chicago, only 16 first half points. No one was really buying any points, um, but it was the lowest out of all the games in this tournament, lowest combined half points with only 40, uh, 41, I believe it was in the Wichita state Drake game, but this is the lowest. Um, but anyways, Thompson with, uh, 22 points and four assists. I think Oregon state did a pretty solid job locking down Crutwick as Loyola Chicago. They're they're back. I think Porter Mosher, what he's been able to do with this program is he, I would never heard of them a few years ago. I don't know if you had, maybe you're a fan of them. I don't know, but I'd never heard of them a few years ago, Missouri Valley Conference. Um, but that magical Final Four run is an 11 seed a few years ago. Um, he's really put them on, a map, on the map. What he's been able to do with this program has been uh, – he's a great coach in my opinion. But anyways, so moving on. So Oregon State will now play Houston tonight at 7.15 p.m. on CBS. Tune in. All right, moving down the home stretch of this show. Uh, it, the next game, it's Gonzaga. I mean, the twenty nine and zero. There's not really much to say about them. They beat. They won by uh, eighteen. Over Creighton, they beat. They've they've won all their games by at least fifteen plus points. Um. Uh. Drew Timmy twenty two points. Um. It was an all around effort for this. it's just. Can anyone stop Gonzaga? My my bet is Baylor, but I don't know. Gonzaga, the last few years, in my opinion, they have been overrated in the fact that they're in the West Coast Conference, and that's just not a strong conference at all. But this year, they, they've wins. Like, like for example, they beat UVA by 23, and they beat Kansas by 11. You You really can't. You can't call them overrated this year. I mean, they're they're very very good team. They are very scary if you walk out on the court against them. They got they got inside game. They got a facilitator and Jalen Suggs. They got a shooter and Corey Kispert, and then inside with Drew Timmy. They they have and then a bunch of other little role pieces. They got they got everything that you want in a basketball team. Also have a great not to mention they have a great coach in Mark Few. Um. But yeah, moving on to our last two games, I believe. Our next game up is Oral Roberts in Arkansas. Arkansas escapes off of off of the missed set play from the inbounds over missed very close three. Um I don't know. Am I the only one? I feel like I Somewhere inside me, I just wanted Oral Roberts to win. Had Oral Roberts won, that would have been the first ever 15 seed to make it to the Elite Eight. What makes it even more, not, not just the fact that they're the 15 seed, is that, you know, if you're a 15 seed, pretty much everyone, well, everyone you're going to play, unless the 16 seed somehow makes it, is, is uh, higher than you. So, theoretically, everyone's quote unquote better than you. But I guess in March Madness is kind of when everyone plays their best. Um, uh, just for some other stats, um, the line was 11 for Arkansas. I mean, I thought – who thought? I mean, play your best in March. That's why Or Roberts obviously has proven that they belong. Um, neither team – I didn't really like – the difference maker for me is that Or Roberts, they don't seem – Uh they don't really seem like a great defensive team. Like I see Arkansas go for mid-range jumpers and all that the Oral Roberts players do is just stick their hands up. They rely on their offense a lot, which their offense is very good, by the way. Um, but they rely on their offense maybe a bit too much what could possibly make them uh, lose some of these games against obviously very good teams. If if you're making it far in the tournament, you're obviously very good. But And then one other one other thing is, Neither team was shooting, or or Robert shot twenty five percent, and uh, Arkansas shot eleven percent. But I guess keep shooting them, you'll find your touch maybe at some point. But anyways, we'll be moving on to our final game, which is Baylor and Villanova. All right, final game up: Baylor Bears and Villanova Wildcats. Uh, Villanova up by seven at halftime. But absolutely, but Baylor comes out the locker room and absolutely lights it up all around um, and wins by 11. They they weren't really winning in this game until about nine minutes left in the second half. Um, difference down the stretch, they outscored them like I think 23 to 10, and they only had six turnovers throughout the whole game. Uh, both shot the ball very similarly, very poorly from three, but. I guess the difference maker is the turnovers. But anyways, going over stats, the turnovers, and uh, the line was 7.5 for Baylor. Um, Anyways, that's all. Uh, Hope you enjoyed this episode. Baylor will be playing Arkansas tonight at 10 p.m. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of March Madness Episode 9. Why did I say it like that? Good question. See you later. And I'll talk to you next time on Fast Break Sports.